From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, so we have some family news to share. Tanya is here. Patty is here. Sisney is out today. We heard she sounded a little congested, and she then notified us. Let us know she has some symptoms, and she's getting her COVID test to mm-hmm. see if it's just a cold or if it might be COVID or the variant, the new variant. Right. So that's a bummer. It is a bummer, but I think, I mean, more people than I that I know have been tested in the last week and a half than haven't been tested in the last week and a half because everybody's just kind of coming down with something. If you can get the test, you can find the test and she's yeah. going to let us know. But we, I mean, just, I, I don't know if anybody really cares, but we are in separate places, right? So that has happened. That's been that way for a long time. So even though she had symptoms, whether she's positive or not, or Patty who had it, we've all been in our own different makeshift studios versions of kiss fm so uh that's been our protocol for a long time a long time now i know isn't that wild almost two years has it been has it been almost two years since we all sat in the same studio in march it'll be two years wow it's strange because i thought I was going to miss it, but I am satisfied. I get my fill of looking at you guys on the screen now. Is that just conditioning? Just over time, we just change? You know, I understand what you're saying. I think in the beginning, it was really, really hard for me. Like, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't connect because I was looking into a screen. And now I feel weirder going, when I go in places and I'm in a confined area without ventilation, I find myself getting a little anxious, which is probably... Not Where are either. you going that is confined without ventilation? Well, I go into the studio to record my weekend show. And we don't have ventilation? Well, no, there's like, you know, not <laughs> open windows. Sorry, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, 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 open <laughs> windows. What kind of airtight chamber are you in? Oh, no. Let's put, open in, windows. <laughs> the mystery question, let's put our contestant in the isolation chamber, which she <laughs> yeah, cannot yeah, hear, yeah, see yeah. us, or breathe. Yeah. Uh, so what's the protocol, Patty? Let's, uh, you know, she, she's with Michael. She's with the kids. So what happens? You you guys went through this. I mean, I think eventually, if she's sick um, with COVID, eventually the entire family catches it. There are some instances where despite the fact that you're all in the same room, you have like super immunity and you won't even catch it. But, you know, I it happens. I did offer for her to come stay at my apartment because I don't really... I just sleep with my boyfriend the majority of the time, especially with our new puppy. So I offered to have her come stay here if she wants to really. Oh, so you wouldn't be there. You'd let her use your pad. Correct. Well, that's sweet. That's nice of you. She said. Also very she's... telling you're spending a lot of time at your boyfriend's place that I have not heard that <laughs> news flash yet. That's new news to me. Yeah, she declined as of now, but we'll see. And Patty, you're feeling symptoms again? Well, you know, I started feeling the exact same symptoms last night. And... I am getting tested again. I did get my kids tested yesterday and they're both negative. However, they still have a lot of congestion and they don't feel 100%. So they're still not going to go to school yet, despite the fact that they're still, that they have a negative result. Mm. And it is time, but but it's also the time where we, many of us get the common cold. 
Many of us get the flu. Many of us get allergies. So exactly. this is con- it's just confusing. It is. All right. Well, wish you and, and yours well. And also hopefully Sisney gets a negative test result. Let me grab Nancy. Nancy, how are you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so glad. I have got something to run by you. Okay, sure. What's it, what's the topic of the category? Uh, it's a, a dilemma with a girlfriend and our daughters are friends. Okay. Well, somebody here uh, might be able to chime in. What do you have? Oh, good. Um, well, it's just this big dilemma. And I, I is it with my daughter's girlfriend. Um, her name is Emily and she's become, or she is a non-binary and she wants to go by the they and them now. And, um, and, or she, uh, doesn't want to be called her name, Emily. She also wants to change. She is now sky. She's become sky. So now when I'm with my daughter and her, uh, I try to, you know, I call her Sky, but her mom knows nothing of this. Her mom doesn't know she's non-binary. She doesn't know that she's oh, a they, no. them, or this other name change to Sky. And I just feel like, you know, this this woman is a friend of mine. I feel like I am part of the problem if i'm not telling her i mean if the if the shoe were on the other foot i'd be so upset if my daughter if everybody else you know knew that my daughter was non-binary and um i was the last to know and people are calling her different names and like this whole other life that that i didn't didn't know about it would just like kill me and i, I just i feel like i don't know the right thing to do what is the reason why Sky will not share this with Sky's family? I I don't know if um you know I I don't know if um maybe their religion and I'm not sure um uh, might have um a problem with this. I think she's afraid that um that might not accept her or it might crush them in some right. way. And, um, and, you know, and I think you just have to, you know, probably give it a go, but I, I don't know if I should be the one that tells the mom or should. Uh, what, should what, I what about this? I, again, I, 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 forgive me for these are, I, I don't know the right answer. Um, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Would it be appropriate for you to nudge the parent to check in with their, with Sky? Ah. Like oh, just to say, um, right? just to check in and say, hey, you know, I, I really think you should check in with your child and sit down uh-huh. and see how see how they are doing. And and then when she says what the category is or, you know, I don't think, like, she's, like, gonna say, I don't, I think she's going to say I don't I don't think she's going to say what's the category. I think she's going to understand she's an adult. She can understand you're giving her a signal and a cue. And I think that might that kind of signal might lead her the mother down the path to discover this and have a conversation because maybe they're just not talking right but i don't think i don't think it's your job to report back i think it would be appropriate to nudge the parent to have a sit down with their child to check in on them right right oh oh that's a great idea oh yeah i didn't really think (laughs) i thought it was all or nothing um i get it 
I get it. Okay. All right. Well, like good luck it. and thank, thank you for you. thank you for calling. Thank you. I mean, I think Patty, if you got a, a a call from a parent to say, you know, I really think you should check in with your your boy, you would, and you yeah, of course you, you wouldn't ask the parent. I mean, you, maybe you'd ask the parent, maybe you wouldn't, but that wouldn't determine that wouldn't deter you from sitting down. No, not at all. <sighs> all right, let's oh. go to. I know you're so good at this, Ryan. You're ready to be a parent. Are you willing that? Oh, <laughs> look at that! Look at that smirk. No, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm thinking about it. The NFL playoffs begin. Chargers are out. The Rams don't play until Monday, and we are in retrograde. By the way, let's not let's get to this. You sent me a note about this rare zodiac sign, Tanya. I want to get to that in a little bit. Do you remember sending that? No. Did that not come from you? Definitely not. Wait, is your number? My my name in your phone is T Rad. T, hold on, T Rad. Yeah, you sent this to me. You're on this chain. Did you not remember sending it? What did I send you this? Listen, you and Sonny, your boy. What's going on with you? (laughs) Are you okay? You sent me. She's a a mom now. She's a mom now. She's now forgetting things. No, it's true. I'm not sleeping through the night, so it is kind of affecting me. So your phone number is five six two, right? Correct. And then some other digits. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, Veronica's on the line. Let me grab Veronica. Oh, so happy it's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Veronica, good morning. How are you? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. So your cousin started calling what? Calling in the one? What does that mean? Yeah. So, okay, Tanya, this is for you because I remember you saying that you started something called calling in the one. Yeah. I'm out of the dating game. I'm married. I, you know, 10 years, I got a kid. So I really didn't have a lot of advice for her when she asked me to be like her accountability person for calling in the one, but I need her, I need my cousin Katie to find her red star. And I would love any insight that you might have or, you know, how can I help her be accountable in this process? I know it's, you know, can be kind of emotional. So what can I do? How can I help her? Can Wait, you decode s- that for some of us? Yes. Um, she basically, she started this book. It's called Calling in the One. I've told you guys about this book. It's a seven yes. week, you have seven Work weeks shop. to call in the one and every day you have kind of homework. Yeah. And I did this book and literally right when I finished reading it, and doing all the stuff, I met my now boyfriend, Robbie. Yes. And he's your red star? Yes. Okay, let me tell you how you can help keep her accountable because you do have to read it and do the work what every single day. What is the role day. of the accountability buddy? I mean, here's the thing. it is There are days where you kind of don't want to sit down for 20 minutes and read a thing and do a thing. But mm-hmm. it's all for the greater good. So just kind of keep checking in. How's it going? Can I help you with anything? What did you discover today? What did you learn? Because sometimes you're going to learn things and have breakthrough moments. And she's going to want to talk to you about it and be like, oh, my gosh, this is the pattern I learned in my dating life. And this is the pattern I want to break. And she's going to be excited. So I would just kind of check in with her every couple of days and just ask her, like, what she's learning. Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. I, I'm going to do that. I, I, sorry. Sorry, Veronica. I would say no. I cannot be your accountability buddy because, listen, I don't mean to be cynical and I know it worked for you, Tanya, but isn't love not supposed to be from a workshop? Isn't romance supposed to happen organically out of the universe and life and not 
a textbook? No, you're missing the point. It's not about a book that's br- it's like it's about creating and making yourself the best version of yourself to then open yourself up to to getting that love that you deserve. I think I'm much better at missing the point. I think I've settled in that space all my life, <laughs> no. so I'm going to continue missing the point. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's such a great workbook. I discovered so much about myself, and I'm really you excited see, for your cousin. Patty, do you and you're see a great how friend. someone's become the relationship expert, right? Do you remember two years ago, pre-COVID, who was here at that same microphone and now a literal professional? A oh, and then she's gonna be, and then she's gonna be the mom expert soon enough. Oh, of course, I mean, maybe she already dog. is. Yeah, well, here, that's true. Clearly, the one was the reason. Well, Veronica, yeah. keep us posted. Let us know how your accountability buddyism is going. I will. Let's find her a husband, y'all. All right, bye. Yeah, <laughs> again, that's a great I, friend. I, I, I have to, I have to take a second. We don't have to find someone. You don't exist to have to have a husband. You don't no. exist to have to have a wife. I agree with you. Nobody has to do it. But if it's a desire of your heart and that's something that you want, you shouldn't be ashamed to say that you want it and go True. for it just as much as you're going for your mm-hmm. dream job. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't recognize you. <laughs> I just Your morning hack is next. You'll get better results. Once upon a Tanya. Jim, what's upon a Tanya? She doesn't even remember her phone number and the text message she sent me. <laughs> Better results at the gym. All right, listen to this artist's music next. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let me get to this morning hack. And I have the quote of the day. So the morning hack, you will, we're all trying to get back. I keep putting it off, though. I keep kind of putting it off. I go two days broth and I say, this isn't fun. It's winter. It's winter. I know you want cozy, cuddly food like spaghetti. You want cozy, cuddly food because you have a boyfriend and a dog. All right. (laughs) So the do you find yourself eating differently being in love? No, because we eat. He and I eat very similar. Uh, It's more Mm. the puppy that has thrown me off because I don't I haven't worked out because all I want to do is be with her. I want to watch her sleep. I'd rather watch her sleep than go on a run. Yeah, that is right. That that is right. (laughs) I, I agree with that. So researchers looked at which music artists resulted in the best athletic performance, and the winner is Beyonce. Woohoo! That's great Beyonce. news. Uh, big scores on the list, Kanye West, Cardi B, and Rihanna as well. They made that list, but Beyonce tops it. Best results at the gym if you listen to her music. Great. Today's quote of the day. We do one every single day. Today's quote is this, and I posted at kissfm.com. The walls we built to protect ourselves from getting hurt are the same walls that keep us from being truly heard. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So let's get into the headlines. Sisney's out today. Tani's going to do the headlines. But then we're going to meet TikTok bedroom marathon runner star Augustine McClure, who's 20 years old, and he lives in Las Vegas. Uh, He had a shocking revelation Basically, he realized that if he ran in a circle 3,000 times in his bedroom, then that is the equivalent of running a marathon. took him seven hours. He the math it. is so LOL to me. The that boredom is, so is another level for me, though. Like, I don't know how you get past the boredom of that tiny circle. I honestly am, like, feeling nauseous. Like, wouldn't you kind of get a little well, loop-de-loop? Talk to him about it. 
In just a second. First headlines, Tanya, what do we have this morning? The number of COVID-positive patients in L.A. County hospitals topped the 4,000 mark yesterday as the Omicron variant continues to surge. All 58 California counties are currently experiencing high community transmission. For the first time in a half a year, families are going without a monthly deposit from the child tax credit. The monthly tax credit were part of President Biden's coronavirus relief package, which has now expired. And police are investigating after a battery report was filed against Ye, the rapper formerly known as Kanye West. The incident took place in downtown L.A. at about 3 a.m. Thursday outside Soho West, a members-only club popular with celebrities. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Could you do this? I saw this on TikTok, and I have him on the phone here. He ran 3,000 circles in his bedroom, which is a marathon. It took him seven hours. He stopped for water every four miles. His friends Chris and Morgan stopped by. They brought him Gatorade. Nice bros. Yeah. 20 miles in, he started to walk a little bit. But listen to Augustine McClure. Okay, so I've done the math. According to my Apple Watch, if I run in a circle, right? If I run in a circle in my room... 3,000 times, it's a little over 26 and a half miles, which means it's a marathon. This pandemic has caused so much boredom, that's happening. You know what? I respect it, and I am here for it. Can I get Tubbs' voice for a second? Tubbs, are you there? Are you near a way for us to hear you? I am running circles in my room right now. Okay, listen to the similarity. Okay, so I've done the math. So I've done the math. Are you Augustine McClure? <laughs> okay, so I've done the math. According to my Apple Watch. Literally. Say according tough. to my Apple Watch. I want to hear it. According to my Apple Watch. You are Augustine McClure. You're not with me because you're running around in ovals around your four-post bed. Also, your ability to do that with voices is pretty great. What's that? Like, you can hear other people's voices in other people's voices. Yeah, I can see other people's faces in other people's heads. Yeah. Augustine, are you seated now? I, I, am, I am seated, yes. <laughs> okay. We, yeah. Everybody, dude, everybody's talking about this. What, what brought you to the point of saying, all right, I'm just going to run a marathon in my bedroom in a circle? What, what got you to that uh, point? Well, I just kind of, uh, I don't know. I just kind of woke up and did it. I always kind of, I always kind of wanted to run a marathon, but I never really knew I could do it. And then me and my buddy, Chris, we were talking like a week ago and I was just like, man, I bet I could run it like right now. And he was like, there's no way you can run a marathon right now. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. What I love about it is you did it for charity. Yeah. Well, I mean, starting off, I gotta be honest. Starting off, I like wasn't like set out to do it for charity. But then once I saw people like viewing, and people were started donating, and I was like, "Oh, I don't need this. I'll I'll, I'll just kind of like, you know, make it for charity." So once it became that, and people started donating, I ended up raising a lot of money. So it was, it was pretty cool. And you just ran in socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just socks. I'm looking at the video. You just ran in socks. And how I have a real issue with boredom. How did you not get bored? I, uh, I was just kind of, well, it helped the live stream because I was live streaming it. So I was just kind of talking about various subjects. 
for the first like 10 miles, I literally was just kind of talking to myself about like, you know, talking to the audience about whatever came to my head. And then my buddy Chris and his girlfriend Morgan showed up about 11 miles in. And once they showed up, then they were just, you know, keeping me entertained while I was running. And you did commentary throughout this thing. Did top five rappers yeah. ever, top five Marvel movies, and you think the first Avengers is the best? Easton, our other engineer, doesn't sound like you would argue that. But uh, I, are you, how, are, how are you with technology and audio equipment? I'm, I'm pretty good, what would I have to say? Uh, Jeffrey Tubbs, would you just pop online for a second? I'm pretty good at it, too. Right, but pretty good is not what we're really going for. We want you to be great at it. So, I'm great at it. Well, who was that? Augustine or Tubbs? <laughs> it was yeah. Tubbs. Oh. Uh, we we do think you have a similar sounding tone as our audio engineer, who's really not an engineer. He's a history major. Okay. That's, that's sick. Yeah, it is pretty. <laughs> exactly. I think so. Well, listen, yeah. dude, people are talking. You raised some great money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. That's fantastic. And I got to give you credit. None of us. None of us could have the focus to do that. No, and running in circles, I'm so shocked you didn't, like, get sick. Yeah, I mean, I got pretty dizzy once, like, if I, if I was, like, running kind of fast, I would get dizzy. But there, since I'm running in a circle, there's no really way for me to run super fast. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty easy. Yeah. Well, listen, bro, say hello to Chris and Morgan. Thank you very much for coming on, and take good care of yourself. All right, pal? All right, thank you. Later, bro. You too. All right. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Couldn't do it. I actually, I, I, I've gotten to the point where I used to be able to do the treadmill for longer periods of time. I can't even do that now. I have to circuit. I have to you know, get on for I, two minutes, then get off. I wonder, though, if doing it in your home is less intimidating. Because I think sometimes when I look at the route and you're like running. circles? I know. And the number is large, but the space is small. So yeah. I'm wondering if it does something to your psyche. It's not for me. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, Tanya, Patty. Sissy is out sick. She has COVID-like symptoms and getting her test. So we will uh, wait to hear back from Sis. Meanwhile, some clouds this weekend. Highs in the mid-70s. Much of the country going to have highs in the teens. <laughs> so look up and think retrograde. Uh, all right, Tanya. What do you have about the – is it – it's only a handful of weeks away, the Winter Olympics? Yeah, three weeks. Okay. Three weeks from the Winter Olympics, and there's been some tension between the U.S. and China, but when the games begin, we have to support our athletes, and here are two that I will be following and supporting because I love this story. It just shows selflessness, and it's just amazing. So this girl named Erin Jackson, she's the number one ranked women's speed skater in the world mm -hmm. in the 500 meters, and during the trials last weekend, she actually slipped and ended up not qualifying, which is really heartbreaking because these athletes, they train their entire lives for this moment, and just one slip, and she didn't qualify. It was over, but it's not over for her. So Brittany Bo made the team on the 500 and the 1,000 and the 1,500, and the two of those girls, they're lifelong friends, and Brittany told Aaron, she said, take my spot in the 500 because she said Aaron earned it. She's the number one that a slip shouldn't keep her out of the games. So Aaron, she's going to compete in the 500 meter, and can, then Brittany and Nick, will. you can do that? I guess so, yeah. So yeah, Ariel could so, be in the 500 meter and Brittany. Yes. And Brittany will do the 1,000 and the 1,500 meters. You know, the Olympics, 
are they are they going to be very different? Have you seen how they're going to what the protocols are for the Olympics? I Looking forward to cheering for uh, Team USA. And as we get closer, we're going to talk about some of our Southern California athletes, right? Yeah, that's Haley for sure. Langland, snowboarder. Hey. Oh, snowboarding. Oh man, I just never got there. She's from Irvine. She's a snowboarder. I never got to snowboard. I never got it. But do you ski? I do. Okay. Well, I don't think it's much different. Do you slalom? What's that? On the on the lake, on the water. Do you water ski? Oh yeah. Oh, you should see me on the on the water. I can should shred I? some water. How did you hear that? We should Your see her fingers. on the water. Your fingers. You but you water ski. She's doing the hang loose Hawaii fingers. You yeah. you ski but you don't know what slaloming is? I've never heard of slalom. I didn't even I feel like you just made that up. It's the one ski. It's one ski and you put one foot in front of the other. Oh, people do that? <laughs> yeah, it's very popular. <laughs> oh. I, I never got so it's up. like snowboarding. It's like snowboarding, kind of, but you're not so, quite water. so sideways. Yeah. I just, I've been in a handful of lakes in my time. I just never got up. That rope always flew out of my hands. Well, so no, frustrating. Like you got to hold on to it tight. Yeah, but it's, I understand that, but I didn't, and I never got up, and I felt like such a loser as the boat has to circle back around every time I know, because you let the like, rope go. You're like, sorry, well, yeah. let's try one more time. It's such a setup, right, to get the boat back around. Okay. I know. But it's like the, the, the trick is make sure that your body is like one tight unit. Like you can't be I think that, Really? I feel like when I'm tense, I'm tight, I get hurt. Maybe you shouldn't be my coach. You didn't know what slaloming was. That's true. Let me grab Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How can we help you? Uh, so I need some advice about... Um, I RSVP to a wedding like a few months ago, and I didn't really think about it. And I was just kind of updating my calendar and everything and realized that the wedding is on Super Bowl Sunday, which is insane to me to begin with why anyone would do their wedding on Super Bowl Sunday. But the other thing is that my family's a huge Ram, like we're huge Rams fans. We do a huge party every year for the Super Bowl. And it's just kind of a really big deal, especially this year because it's going to be in California and we're kind of having almost like a family reunion type thing with it. So I already RSVP to this wedding and I'm trying to figure out if I should tell the bride now that I, can't go and you do i need can't like an go excuse? because you want to watch the super bowl yeah basically like i i want to be able to be with my family you know like we do this huge thing every year and i just want to be able to i'd rather celebrate the super bowl with them than honestly go to this wedding i'm torn on this one because i think if you're if you are a good friend to this person then you should make it a priority to go to their wedding there will always be another super bowl yeah however I'm going to tell you the other side of this. If they scheduled a wedding on the same day as the Super Bowl, they don't really want you to come. That's not true. true. (laughs) There are some people in this planet that do not watch football at all. I would probably schedule something on a Super Bowl Sunday and have no idea I did that. No, but someone would tell you that you're doing that, and you would say, that's fine, and if they don't come, great. It's a way of weeding people out. Hmm. No, I don't think so. 
That don't sounds so too complicated. Uh, Sisney, Sisney, please come back soon. Sisney, please come back soon. <laughs> Sisney, um, please, please. I miss you. Uh, but yeah, it just seems like I don't know. I just don't know. Katie, like, should I come up with a better excuse? Katie, I gotta. I just let me. If you are considering watching a football game versus going to your friend's wedding, you're not that close to this person. This person doesn't rank high on your priority list. Yeah, let's right. okay. Let's take a step back. Is this a friend that you will invite to your wedding? This is a coworker. Oh no! Pass. Pass. <laughs> And here's a doubt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie, thanks, no. thanks for calling. <laughs> Come on. She doesn't really want to be there. You can tell. She doesn't want to go to the wedding circles. at all. Kiss. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Now, we started this segment a long time ago where basically we were looking at homegrown businesses in Southern California that don't necessarily have a marketing budget. <laughs> Or uh, an advertising budget, but are doing some cool things. And even more specifically, people who are following their passion. They're not doing work out of obligation. They're doing it with a risk to pay the bills, but because they love what it is. And I they're think fueled that's by passion. And I got to give credit to people who do that. And Arturo in CISO Hello. is one of them in Long Beach. Arturo, good morning. How are you, pal? Hey, good morning. I'm good. Thank you. Good. So Gusto Bread. Let me take you uh, on a little journey here. So context here for Arturo. Gusto Bread is an organic panaderia in Long Beach, specializing in bread and pan dolce made only with masa madre. What is that? Masa madre is essentially uh, sourdough. It's what what's in Spanish is how you say sourdough. Yeah, and it is so good. So before opening Gusto Bread, you and your partner, you were doing an at-home underground type bakery. Tell me about the decision to do that and how it was working. Yeah, so actually it was, it was a home bakery. It was licensed through the city of Long Beach. Uh, it's called the Cottage Food Operation, and it's this uh, program that allows you where you can uh, produce food out of your home uh, and do licensed uh, a kitchen operation. So that allowed us to start our business uh, out of our house in 2017. And I had been pursuing baking, you know, teaching myself to bake uh, just because I was passionate about it when I was learning um, about old techniques of baking. And that inspired me to, to kind of move forward and, and start my own bakery business. And were you doing other work at the time? Yeah, I was working here in Long Beach at a local coffee shops, a chocolate shop, and, and also just focusing on, on music at the time. So I, I, what gave you – I always feel like it's so in, – in some cases, it's hard, we're conditioned, we're trained to think, oh, I love to bake. That's my hobby. Oh, I love to do you know, yoga. That's my hobby. But right. when we feel like we – not with everybody, but some people are conditioned as kids to think, oh, that can't be your job. That's what you love. That's what you do when you're not working around mm -hmm. the clock. But you right. felt differently about that. How did you get there? So, I, I mean, I, I was inspired uh, by this old oven that was a wood-fired oven. It's, like, made out of uh, this material called cob. It's basically a mixture of, like, sand, mud, and clay. 
So it looked like this ancient oven. Um, and when I came across this oven, that that honestly drew drew me to it. And I, and I was really curious. And I picked up some books and I started to um, to teach myself to use it. Um, and and I, you know, when I would do it every chance I got. So when I wasn't working, um, it's what brought me joy. So I think that's what it's that's about. Um, you know, following that passion and and do something that brings you joy and pleasure. And but any you chance know, you get. Archer, I, like, how old are you? You're young. I'm uh, thirty. Yeah. Oh. All right, we're about the same. So that is a very <laughs> yeah. wise thing to realize and then execute early on in life. And I love you for it. So let me tell you, Arturo is on with us now of Gusto Bread, 4th Street and Ohio in Long Beach at Gusto Bread on Instagram. You can check it out. He's got all kinds of offerings there. But what a great story. Going from making the cottage cuisine world, making baked breads in your living room or in your home, and now you're, you've got a brick-and-mortar spot, right? Yeah, we opened here our bakery storefront uh, in August 2020. That's awesome. Well, they say, I love getting to meet entrepreneurs and people like yourself, Arturo, that are really going after it, doing something they love, and making a great product. And frankly, bread has gotten us through this pandemic. So thank you, Arturo. Thank you. Thank you. Right, I appreciate brother. it. Good luck to you and your business. All right, my friend? Thank you so much. Take care, guys. See you later, buddy. Do you know what's crazy is my brain works in a weird way. I'm smelling the bread right now. Like I have the aroma going through my nose into my brain, making my stomach growl. What kind That's of bread? Right. I don't know, so, you know the big round one, Patty? A big round with a crust. Well, I'm, I'm smelling pan dulce, a concha with the nice flaky chocolatey crust on top. And then you take a bite and you dip it in your hot chocolate. Orchata. Oh. All right. So, Tanya, as you know, Sissini is out. So let's get to your trending report. As Mercury is retrograding, mm -hmm. let's get into your trending report. Okay. You asked us if, if Patty and I believe that rejection is redirection. Yes. I have a very clear path on this. But go ahead. Okay. I'll explain to you. So I bring it up because... I think we all can relate to rejection. It happens all the time in our dating lives, in our, our careers, but where does it really cut deep is school. So this TikTok user was documenting his audition process for Juilliard, and in his latest video, he revealed that he actually got rejected. So who took this into his own hands for some encouragement? Our very own friend, Charlie Puth. You can actually hear what he responded to this kid. We have the audio for you. Hello, Axel. Not only did I not get into Juilliard, but I didn't get into five of these prestigious schools that uh, I wanted to get into that I thought could better my career. We experience rejection every day of our lives. It's the thing that pushes you further creatively. So that was his response to Axel, which for, I just love that he went out of his way to send this guy encouragement because obviously... Charlie experienced the exact same rejection and look where he is now in his career. He's crushing it. He's one of the most brilliant musicians of our time. And it kind of led me to that sentiment of when you do get rejected, we know that it is redirection and ultimately is leading you to where you're supposed to be. But how do you get out of that initial funk? Because it stings and it hurts and it sucks. Patty. Redirection. I think I, I agree with him. Yeah. I do. I think it makes I, you a better person. It makes you stronger. And it's a slippery slope. 
it's a slippery slope because you can harbor that too. You can harbor that 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 feeling of being belittled, being told no, uh, being shut not out and enough. shut down and left out and not good enough. And you can harbor that and you can hold on to that. And there becomes a point where if you don't like it's it may be good to fuel the fire for a while at the beginning, but if you don't let it go at some point, then that becomes toxic as well. So it mm-hmm. is a I think it's a tricky intersection of the two. But you have the choice to either hold on to it negatively or hold on to it in a way that it empowers you and gives you the fuel that you need to keep yeah. moving forward. So you See, decide. I'm not good with emotions and choices. So, yeah, that's <laughs> right. But when those two things intersect, that's where I am like, oh, you know. Interesting. Is that why you have your days so planned out? Could you elaborate a little bit so I understand the question? Well, because you don't like choices. So it's kind of like you wake up and your day is no, already planned. I didn't planned, say I don't know? like choices. Uh, I said emotional choices are tough for me. Emotional because, choices. Right, okay. because my whatever stronger emotion can take over. Yeah. Alleviating the other choice. Yeah. Hmm. Emotions what is, what in is everything. Hmm. What, what do you mean, hmm, Patty? What, well, hmm. I, I would. I, can, hmm? I, I like to think that you're very. I, I don't know. I don't want to say the word positive, but I like to think that you are smart enough to know that these emotions are not <laughs> best to be inside yes, you. Yes. So you choose. I, 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 right. One of the things I try to do uh, is don't react to the moment, step back. Yes. Decide later, but I'm just saying I'm not best at it. (laughs) Work in progress. Work in progress. We're all work in progress. Oh, I can't take emotion out of anything. Well, work in progress. What was the other thing I was, you said to me early at the beginning of the show that I was as well? Who? Mom Tanya or me? Tanya. Remember? I said, yeah, that's me. I'll just live in that space of. It was six o'clock this morning. Yeah, well, that wasn't that long ago. No. <laughs> what was it? Mark, what did she say? What? Yeah, no, what did he say? Was anybody listening to themselves? I don't remember <laughs> Oh, my God. Everyone has pandemic brain. No, that's crazy because you just we just talked about it. Well, two hours ago, and I actually can't remember either, but I remember <laughs> you saying it was something about <laughs> mediocrity, and I'm like, yes, I live there. And we literally cannot, as adult human beings with – Four brains, remember. But let's remember the context. That could get us there. <laughs> We're talking let's about... I don't let's just about concede COVID. to the fact that there's just too much <laughs> happening and we can't remember. All right. Coming up next, Olivia Rodrigo tickets on Kiss FM and Heidi Klum is going to join us. She did a song with Snoop Dogg. Have you heard? It's called uh, Chai Tea with Heidi. It's got like... What's the other thing we do that I can't remember? Michael. Oh, yeah. Uh, hands full with Michael. Hands full with Michael. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, my gosh. My Clume Zoom is going live right now. I've been telling everybody I got a Clume Hi. Zoom today. Heidi, good to see you. How Hi. you doing? So good to see you. Oh, my gosh. So we've got Tanya and Patty here with us. Hi. Hi. Heidi, I... Would see you on a 
annual basis, at least in person. And it's been a couple of years since then. So what well, have it's I missed? been Corona and we haven't been out a lot. That's that's why. Probably. But, but you could you could have you could have done a clum zoom with me. You could have done it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. you. I'm always up for doing a clum zoom with you anytime. What have I missed in your real life that I need to know about? My kids grew up. That is like insane. I got married. Did I see you since I got I, married? I know that part. Yes, I know that part. Well, now I have an almost 18 year old, a 17 year old, a 16 year old, a 12 year old. They're all starting to almost. I mean, my oldest one is driving. Now That's my crazy. oldest son is driving. It's crazy. They're taller than me. They're 6'3. I'm the little mommy now. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, you know, Kelly Ripper, who I work with regularly, talks about empty nest syndrome. Do you think about that? Well, so far they're all still in the nest. And, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be wild and crazy. I'm sure I still have a few years because, you know, my youngest is 12. So before she leaves the nest, it's still going to be a while. But yeah, having four kids and then wow. all of a sudden they're all gone. It's going to be very different. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to put pressure on you to answer this. But what's the right number of kids to have? I don't have any yet. But what, if you were me, what would you do? Oh, God, that's so if for everyone, it's different. I don't know. I always wanted to have a lot of kids. And I mean, I never thought that I was going to have so many, but it's incredible, you know, but it's just it's messy. The more you have, yeah. the messier it is, the more, especially in the very beginning, you know, I, I had them all so close to one another. So I had to have diapers in every size strollers where like everyone fits in, you know, because I had uh, Lainey 2005, 2000, no. 2004, then Henry 2005, then Johan 2006. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. So, you know, the pacifier, all the different things in different sizes, everything is plugged up so that they don't oh put God. their fingers in the socket. You know, it's just like with a lot of kids, because they're like cockroaches. They're, one is running this way. One is running that way. One is doing this. They're all, you know, once they start moving around, now it's easier in a way, but you worry in a different way because they're all out and about doing their own thing. So you always hope that they get home. Okay. But you know, so you have to already start letting go a little bit, but yeah, it's going to be wild well, you, when they're all gone, but you're, you're a good mom. And, uh, I often think you know, my trying. sister and I talk about this. She, she has one and it's so weird when I am talking about stuff that she talks to me over Christmas dinner about, but she was talking about like, having another one and then how much space between and is it better to like you did it sort of all at once is, in hindsight, loved, is that good i loved having them all close together yes because there's a different bond you know they yeah. always have each other's back and i feel like start with one and then you see how that goes and then you see how that fits within your family dynamic and then you see if you want to go for the next one you know for me i was always like yes the more the merrier <laughs> this has been a Clum Zoom therapy session. Thank you, Heidi, for being on with us today. Uh, all right. I just, let me play, let me just play it for the good people listening here. This is Snoop Dogg and Heidi Klum together. Chai tea with Heidi. Listen, it's FM. Ready, set, stand, will the light be? You know it's lit when it's Snoop Dogg and Heidi. The walk mean, fierce, feisty, girl, you're hot and you're sweet like chai tea. You say I'm always hot. We keep that on the low. See, it's a fun day on the runway. You can let it go. One two point seven Kiss FM. That is Snoop and Heidi Klum. Chai tea with high D. 
All right. Now, how how did we get to this moment with Snoop, you and, and Snoop? First of all, can you even believe this? And this just happened by accident. Last year, I was doing my big TV show in Germany, the big finale. I come off the stage and I'm sitting in my dressing room with my producers, with the people from the network. And they were like, okay, what can we do different and big for next season? And now this season now is the 17th season. So I've been doing this for a very long time in Germany. And they were like, why don't you um, sing the theme song? And I was like... All right, you don't have to ask me twice to do that. I love that idea. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, but maybe it's cool if I do a duet with someone. And they were like, well, who would that be? And I'm like, well, Snoop Dogg, of course. I mean, it yeah. just was boom. It was like right there in my gut because I love Snoop so much. And they were like, wow, that's odd. And I'm like, yes, you know, that would be so cool. And I kind of have met him over the years in so many different events that I felt like good enough to like just pick up the phone and call him, you know. And yeah. so I just did. I called him up and I said, Snoop Dogg, you know, we could do this really cool song together. Let's work on one. And then it would be like our big theme song for my show in Germany. And if it's good, we're just going to put it out everywhere. You know, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, why not? Let's make it happen. Come to Inglewood. Come to my studio. Sure enough, I drive to Inglewood. I go to the studio. Yeah. Have you ever been at a studio, Ryan? I have not. I've just seen him DJ not too long ago, though. It is incredible. It's a compound. You know, he has yeah. a radio studio in there also. He has like a TV studio in there. He has a basketball court in there. The cars in there are insane. Like he showed me all his cars. We actually did a music video together. Oh my He's God. like, okay, which car do you want? I'm like, really? I'm like, this one this is amazing. It was so wow. much fun. Wait, I feel like he cool. did. He, like, I love he, him even more now. What did he call you? I feel like he didn't call you Heidi. Yeah, he calls me Heidi. He always what has nicknames. I feel like he always has nicknames for people. Did he have a nickname for you? No, he just called me Heidi. Oh, that's interesting. He, he, I feel yeah. like he always calls well, me was, different it was, things. It was so amazing. It was like a dream come true. <laughs> but you know, the top line that I'm singing is um, from Rod Stewart's Baby Jane. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I kind of thought name. about it in the shower because I was like, what could I, what could I sing? Like, what is my bit? You know, and I sing very breathy and very like high up here, that's like where I feel like okay in, you know, because I don't sing, it's not what I do. <laughs> so, Sounds you know, I came good. up with this and then, you know, you have to actually ask the original artist for permission to do this when you do a sample like that. And then I was like, okay, so we had already done the track. We already- And then you had to call Rod Stewart? And then I still didn't have an okay from Rod Stewart because oh, everyone God. I knew didn't know Rod Stewart. I called everyone. I'm like, do you know Rod Stewart? No. Do you know Rod Stewart? Do you know Rod Stewart? Literally, I went through my whole Rolodex. And finally, one day I'm sitting at the hairdresser and I said to her, I'm like, you don't happen to know Rod Stewart, right? And she was like, mm, no, but I know his daughter, Kimberly. And I'm like, yes, give me the number. <laughs> so I emailed her and then I sent her the track and I told her, I'm like, I did this song with Snoop and I have, you know, your dad's, you know, piece of the song in there and I have to ask for permission. She's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I send you the email. And then I sent it all to him. I asked him and then I didn't hear anything. Five, six weeks, radio silent. No. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, I just shoveled myself a hole. We're already so far into the game and now he's going to hate this and we're going to have to put it in the garbage. You know where he was? Because someone was like, did you check your spam? He was in my spam mail. Oh my. So he did reply to you almost immediately. Immediately. And said, Go for it. Immediately he did, but I didn't Let know. It's like one of those things like, oh, my device is not working. And they're like, yes. oh, I plugged it in. It's like one of those moments. But it's funny that like when we have been 
thought we'd been blown off by people, we check our spam and we have been blown off. That wasn't yeah. in the spam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's no, so cool. I love that you I love that you did it. It's uh Chai Tea with Heidi. It's out now with Snoop. Great to see you and wonderful to catch up. Take good care uh, to see you soon you. soon. All right. See all right. you soon. Bye, Heidi. That Bye. was Clum Zoom. <laughs> Nothing but pleasure. Love her. It's such a cool song. Bye, Heidi. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, look who's here. Well, now what is Sierra? Let's bring in Sierra for a second. If you've not, not followed the Sierra saga, let me bring you up to speed here. Sierra um, is the national digital editorial producer that's a long title national digital editorial I producer I, ha I have to throw national in there though you know what now are yeah. you responsible for the new backgrounds of tanya and patty i am not but i approve oh right. <laughs> i was gonna say look great thank you <laughs> so you when did you start working with us i mean probably over like 10 years i interned for you when i was at ucla like 10 years yeah, ago i remember that okay started there and then you left us and then yeah. you realize that it's like not breathing to not be around us. You came yeah, back. Third time, third time's a charm. I came back like four <sighs> years ago. It's been a while. And yeah. why do you think we keep saying, sure, you quit, but come on back? You know, I don't know. We're going to have to ask Jennifer that. No, cool. but Sierra's such a good worker. <laughs> like, honestly, she's such a good worker. I, you know what's weird? I feel so weird about going on maternity leave because I'm like, so is that what what's happening without you guys? Is that what's happening now? Is that literally what yeah, this is about? Today is my, my last day. I'm leaving you. Then I'll she be back. works in a different location than us. So you're going on maternity leave. And what we've talked to you a little bit. I mean, when Sisney was here, you guys talked pretty directly about your pregnancy. She got, I mean, we grew up with Sierra. She was a college student, got married. Now she's having a first child. Things are happening around here. Yeah, so we remember the heartbreaks before this wonderful marriage. Never forget when my when I cried on air to Matthew Hussey about getting dumped. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that stands out to me. me do we have because that audio? You, you, no, do not bring it the up. the background of One Oak where it all went yeah. down. I literally got dumped outside of One Oak at two a.m. and I called and cried on air to Matthew Hussey. It was a very low point in my life. And look at you now, thriving. Yeah, yeah. So what does it feel like to really, you know? <laughs> take this leave to get ready to have your first child um it feels good i'm ready i'm excited like physically i'm really ready so i'm having a c-section so next to so thursday the baby will be here he's oh breached God. so i have to have a c-section um but i'm excited i'm ready i feel like it'll go by fast people say it goes by fast even though the leave sounds long what is your husband how is he doing with it what is he is is he learned like i remember Michael was reading books and going to classes and you know no. studying can diagrams. You, can I tell you what my husband said? He literally said, "I'm a last minute crammer when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to tests." I was like, "Okay, great." He's like, "You know, I'll learn in the hospital from the nurses. I'll figure out how to swaddle." He's like, "It's pretty self-explanatory." So no, I would say he's the opposite of Michael. He is not. There's no books haven't read. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Well, you signed up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so report back on how that goes. Well, listen, we wish you uh, the best of luck and a very happy and wonderful moment on next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Work, work straight up to the date, guys.
That's who you are. Like it. I like it. Attorney leave is such a trip, though. Like, like Sierra was saying, she's like, I can't wrap my head around the fact that I'm not going to go to work every single day. And I was like, that is so weird for somebody that's never experienced it. Like, that's such a trip. I hope I get to stay in the the chat, though, the group chat, because, you know, I'm going to send stories through like I've got pitches. I don't think like there's all kinds of things. Are you allowed Legal, to? Right. Right. I don't know if you. Well, like you email. probably can't. It's our, it's our fun, I don't like, know. Friends. I just know when Sisney was out, she was out. Yeah. So. Sure. Well, listen. Uh, good luck. We can't wait to. Where are you gonna? How are we gonna find out the news? You're gonna post something. Yeah, or I'll text you guys. I'll put it in the chat. This is why I need to be in the chat. I, can't <laughs> the chat. I mean, you are the national digital editorial producer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you will know, be a production. Don't you worry. Just so you know, your baby's going to be a Capricorn. I think he's I'm, Aquarius. One twenty, the beginning of Aquarius. Yeah. Well, what time? I mean, what time does this happen? Oh. <laughs> 10, 10.30 a.m. Yeah, I think it still could be a little bit of a gray area. You want to know what my doctor told me? She was like, she was like, you can play like music. Um, and she knows I work for the show. She's like, you can have the show on. I was like, that's a little. Really? Extra. That's <laughs> not what anybody wants when they're trying to give birth. <laughs> That is not going to help. <laughs> That's funny. You can have the show on. That's there was like, an option thrown out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd pass on that myself. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm watching now. It's nothing new, but I'm finally, I feel like once it gets to my mother and she tells me to watch it, it's not new. But I, know I am almost at the end of season one of Yellowstone. How is it? Well, I didn't think it was going to be for me. But it's kind of like succession in Montana. So what episode did you have to get past to get into it? I, I It's like with every show people say to me, you got to get through the first two. So is it the third one that sunk you? Yeah, Hooked I think you? this. Yeah, yeah. I think it was after two, two. Yeah. Patty? Is that the show with Sawyer from Lost? Okay, you got a, is that his name Duke <laughs> or Luke or something? What's his name? I have no idea, but I well, have a guess who knows? The Mark. casting almanac of Mark, our producer. <laughs> is it the same dude? That's Josh Holloway. I don't think he's in that show. I think you're, this is the Kevin Costner show you're talking about, right? Th- that right? is correct. Yes. Yellowstone, yeah. Hmm, I think that is the one, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I, honestly, I don't know who people are that are in the show sometimes i just know i mean i know kevin costner's in it but i don't know all the others yet sorry josh holloway is in yellowstone he plays rourke mm. he's starting Who's in season he three of those he plays rourke starting in season three so you have oh, not gotten it patty you just spoiled <laughs> it for me now i'm gonna know he's coming from lost oh that's good though it's a treat all right i uh watched the first episode and i couldn't get into it but my I did too, really and then to I redid it, it and I'm way. It's you got to just do it. I did too. That was like a year ago. Then I uh-huh. went for it because people were like, "Oh, you know." Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm giving you. I mean, look, if I can get in, you can get in. Okay, so I'm All gonna right. tell him Yellowstone's the show. He's gonna like it. He wants to do it, but I'm the one. He that's will no. like it. No, come okay. on, be a good partner. <laughs> Sunny will love it. All right, good. What are you watching? Okay, I'm watching Emily in Paris season two. Mm. I watch this on my alone time because it's just such a guilty pleasure. I'm obsessed with the the imagery. It makes me feel like I just want to be in Paris. I love the storyline. It's just like rom-com. Lucas Bravo is amazing. Lily Collins is the cutest ever, and I'm just loving it. I'm halfway okay. through. Okay, Patty, are you 
Have you watched all of these? Because I see you're watching Cobra Kai. Have you watched all the other seasons leading up to four? We have watched all of them, and both my kids are obsessed. And this season, it's just too good. I just can't stop watching this show. It is so listen cheesy good. Good. This is another one that on paper you say, I saw the movie. What else can they do? And it's gone four seasons, and the world loves it. I mean, it's huge. No, and then season five, we already finished watching the entire season. And season five, they teased it, and it's just like, can it just start tomorrow? Because it's so good. So I have a dilemma with this one. I started it a while ago, and then I stopped it at, like, number four, and I can't remember what I saw. Do you think I need to go back and start and have to watch one through four again? No, I don't think so. You'll be able to jump I'm I'm talking about one through four of season one. Right. And I think you'll be okay with not having to watch the first four episodes again. (sighs) All right. But do it. You always say you're going to do things, and you don't. Way to lead me for the weekend. I know that was I mean what what if that's something that has been a scarring statement I've heard all my life? Well now I know, so I won't repeat it again. Thank you. (laughs) A teaching moment for us all. All right. (laughs) Who are the two of you? I want a weekend, please. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is gonna do it for us. Hey, have a fantastic weekend. Sisney, feel better. We miss you. Ryan's Rose is coming up on Monday. Her husband has come home multiple times with this the same type of dog hair on his clothes. They don't have a dog. So she did some digging, and apparently we're going to get involved at 740. Oof. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.